you take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Guten Tag. Also, my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. And today, we're going to be doing a mini pod, Matrix mini pod, whatever, over um, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, part one. Um, yeah, pretty much. And, but first, we're going to do trivia like we always do. Um, I am the czar this time. Yeah, you are. And so, there we go. Um, what is going to be everyone's buzzer? Buzz. Baka. Baka. <laughs> Sorry. Took so, me a minute to realize what you said. I, um, I had to warm it up. Wasn't sure what I was going to do. I kind of forgot it was my turn until Friday. And so um, I'd already done some previously because I was going to do something and turn into a Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do half of those <laughs> or all of those, but it's basically half. And then we're going to finish on Spider-Man trivia. Spider-Man trivia. Yeah. Seeing as though we would just watch a Spider-Man movie. The Spider-Man trivia is over all the Spider-Man movies. Okay. Um, so not Good. like a comic. Thing, We're allowed to Google the answers, right? Totally. Okay. Cool. Um, defeats the point of trivia, David. <laughs> the first like <coughs> eleven or so are going to be um, just like it's re- it's just like pop trivia, pop culture trivia. It's just random. Just random yeah, stuff. Okay. it could be it could be animated, could be whatever you know. Um, All right, cool. I didn't study, but I'm well, ready. I didn't study for this test. What was the first movie to be rated PG-13? Mm, that's a good question. I can't remember the name of the movie. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, this isn't going to matter, but I'm pretty sure Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the reason for the PG-13 rating. They were like, that was way too freaking much to be PG. So then the next movie. Oh, I, it has a number in the title, doesn't it? No. Okay, what am I thinking? Does it start with an R? I'm not telling you what it starts I with. Think it starts with I, I think it starts think. with an R. I don't remember. I can't think it was a movie is. that I'd never seen. Oh, you've seen this movie, I'm sure. Have I seen this movie? I'm sure you have. I can give you the exact date it came out. I remember hearing something that didn't sound familiar to me. I don't remember. Came out August 10th, 1984. 84. I can start giving you people that's in it, just just for the fun of it. (laughs) It was 1984, wasn't it? It was. (laughs) The movie, 1984. It has. Depressing. Um, how, who, who do I want to say? It has C. Thomas Howell in it. Red Dawn? Yes. Oh, okay. It does start with an R. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if you get that, but I didn't yes, realize right. that was. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I know I'd seen it, but I yeah. just I didn't realize. I don't think I've seen Red Dawn, actually. Really? I don't think so. Oh, you should. The new one Classic is okay. 80s, it's one dude. of those that I've just seen clips of, and I've never—I don't think I've ever sat down and watched the whole movie. All right, Wolverine. That was a good first one. I, w- I thought you guys would know that. That was a good a question. More, but I, I did know it. I just couldn't remember it. Couldn't yeah. remember also, there's a couple uh, question here that you have to know me. So good luck. You with just those. have to know you. Okay. <laughs> good luck with those. What is my favorite film on a Tuesday afternoon? <laughs> no, it's not quite like that. <laughs> I don't know my son. It, they're bonus ones. Oh, okay. Which child from Willy Wonka and the cho- and the Chocolate Factory was the first to find a a golden ticket? Mm, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It ain't Charlie. That's <laughs> no. for sure. Well, no. Um, Do you know the name of the Grandpa kid? Joe gets his legs back from Charlie. <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember their names. I want to say Gustav. Mm. 
Uh, Gustav is incorrect. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, gonna no say one's buzzing. That's Picard, fine. sorry. Picard. <laughs> I'm going to say that um, uh, that annoying little prick who watches a lot of TV. You got another name. You got another names. <sighs> That's the problem. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You uh, both had the right person, but it's the wrong names. Oh, okay. That, so. it, his name is Augustus Gloop. Augustus. I'd have taken Augustus or Gloop. Oh, was that the fat kid? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. oh, no, you are talking about, talking about I was talking about the other oh. kid. kid who watched TV. He's a lot. Of, okay. Yeah, though. I was talking about. For some reason, Gustav came to mind. I, just, I mean, you're, I think you're thinking about the right kid. I, I yeah, knew he was a, the right kid. I don't know why Augustus's was the only one I could. Well, what's that annoying girl's name? Violet. Violet, yeah. That would be too no, easy. No, and the, the really, really mean one. Yeah. Um, oh, the golden egg chick? I don't know. I asked yeah, this question not knowing that. it either. So <laughs> <laughs> this one looks okay. like I didn't really know. I, I remembered Augustus, but I didn't think he was the first one. Okay. All next right. Question. Who starred as Arnold Schwarzenegger's twin in 1988 movie Twins? Bacaw. Yeah. Danny DeVito? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I know it's a weird one, but I thought it was hey, funny. Yeah, good movie. That's a good one. In which Harry Potter movie mm. Mm. Eh. No. Eh. <laughs> does Sirius Black die? Because. Okay. Prisoner of Azkaban? Incorrect. Mm. I couldn't remember when he came back and when he died. And I don't know, the, you, you I don't know, know the, name. the names of them. It's just I'll, I'll give you number the, four. Okay, it's number five. <laughs> you know the name oh. of it? Oh. <clears throat> Do you know the name of it? Oh, Order of the Phoenix. Correct. Bonus. <laughs> name my favorite Harry Potter movie. Bacaw. Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> uh, woo! <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, as you can tell. Well, it's just, hey, it's, it's a pretty big series in that movie. It right? is. You I, can do I, a whole Harry Potter trivia one. I've, yeah. I've actually I mean, I've seen all of them. I wouldn't. <laughs> if, if, if it was I've me. seen all of them. I've never seen all of them like you see all of them. Uh, like once only... a year, twice a year. Please. Four I'll, or five. <laughs> I'll hit you guys with some Middle Earth trivia one of these days. We watch it four or five times a year, mm-hmm. so all the way through, I should say, like all eight movies. Anyways, um, what film has a spaceship named Nostromo? Bacaw. Alien. Yes. <laughs> I actually knew that one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're sleeping over there, Dan. Yeah, I am. <laughs> what famous actor made his film debut in a Nightmare on Elm Street? Bacaw. Johnny Depp. Correct. Yep. Okay, some of these are pretty. What film is set in and around 17 Cherry Tree Lane, London, 1910? Interesting. 1910. This is one of the harder questions. Uh, I want to say Last Night in Soho. That was in the 60s, I'm not, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> it you'll, it's, it's, a, it's, not a, it's a movie you guys know. It's not like it's a underground, like yeah. crazy movie. 1910. I found this independent Russian film from 1946. German dubbed. Okay. What, what film is set in and around 17 Cherry Tree Lane, London, in Cherry, 1910? Cherry Tree Lane. That sounds familiar to that me. Is. Well, it should. 1910. <laughs> in London. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like it's a crazy. It's a pretty iconic movie. In London. London. So that British. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's American. <laughs> That'd be weird. Mm. I can start. I can start giving hints if need be. I'm trying to think of a stupid movie that goes to London. It's not stupid. I, I, I know. I was just. I was gonna make a. You joke. want to give a hint? Sure. Disney film. A Disney film, live action. Mm-hmm. Well, and knobs and broomsticks. Incorrect. 
Is London Mary Poppins? Yes. Four, one. You're right there. I didn't. I thought <laughs> as yeah. soon as you said that, I thought, oh, I think it's Mary Poppins. I think it's half live action, half not, isn't it? Mary Poppins has like some like those frogs. Uh, yeah, or, and yeah. the penguins. Yeah, there's yeah, some. Yeah. I haven't actually <clears throat> ever seen all the way through. Never been a big fan. Um, the new one Mary Poppins Returns is horrible. No, I didn't like okay, it. I never saw I, it. I, we never watched it. it. We watched it, and I was like asleep halfway through. It was, it was boring. Well, I never saw it. I mean, what's your name's really great? Emily Blunt's great. Emily Blunt's always great. What romantic comedy has the line "I'll have what she"? Bacah. Okay. When Harry met Sally. Correct. Sweet. <laughs> Next, we what? Um, Bambi was the first Disney film without what? Mm. Bacah. Okay. Human characters. Correct. Oh, I just took a shot in the dark there. Okay. What character did Mel Gibson play in Braveheart? Because uh, William, uh, uh, it was him. It was you. Yeah. It was okay. William Wallace. Correct. Okay. Here we go. This one I didn't really know. I guess, but set in Los Angeles office in a Los Angeles office building, the 1979 novel "Nothing Lasts Forever" is the basis for what film? Set in a 1979 <laughs> office building. The novel "Nothing Lasts Forever" is the basis for this film. I'm gonna take a weird guess just because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to say office space. Incorrect. Mm, okay. Just took a shot in the dark there. I was going to be surprised if that was based on a novel. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a um, tricky question. Is I don't it, have a clue with that. Is know. it like an office type movie like that? Or is it just this movie? Some people feel like is a Christmas movie and it's not a Christmas Buzz. movie. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Die Hard. Yeah. I almost said Die Hard. I was like, nah, surely not. <laughs> I forgot it is based off a novel. I didn't know that. What was the first full-length color cartoon talking picture? The first, like, f- first full-length For- color cartoon. Yeah, talking picture too. By the way, do we need like a full? Is it? Does it have like a very specific title? I would say it does. Yes. I was just saying. You Mouse. definitely know it. Like it's not it's not super obscure. It's not just like Mickey Mouse though. No, it's not a Mickey Mouse film. No, it's not. Okay, I don't think that was the first color that because those were black no, and white. Those were black and white yeah. to begin with. Steamboat Willie and all those. Yeah, uh, iconic, but black and white. I was watching. I was going through HBO Max the other day. Max, sorry, and they had a documentary. <laughs> right, there. They had a documentary on there called "The History of Animation." I almost watched it. Now I wish I wouldn't. You might have got it. <laughs> I did watch that. It's pretty good. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you, know you should know it. <laughs> I didn't say I was paying attention. To it. I was playing. I was playing Ghost Shishima at the same time. So. Oh, well, I get it. Um, <laughs> I ended up watching Room Two Thirty Seven about The Shining. It's a good one. Strange. Anyway, not important. I don't know the answer to this. Uh, first full length. I give a. I can give a hint if need be. Um, is it a feature film? Let's or is go it a with short? Uh, feature. Snow White. Correct. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I was going to guess, but I thought it was something way more obscure. No, I thought you wasn't obscure. Oh, okay. Now we're into Spider-Man. Yeah. <clears throat> These are not crazy hard or anything. I mean, that could have been a lot harder, but I was like, I don't want to make it dumb. All right. When Thanos wiped out half of all life in the universe, the event was called the snap. What phrase was used for the eventual return of said half of the universe? This was first. For the return of the universe? Uh-huh. What did they call it? I want to say the blip, but I thought that was referring to the snap itself. The return of the... I don't know what they call the return of the universe. Half of the people in the universe, they, re- they returned. Yeah. I would just they say they returned. <laughs> okay. 
simple. This is a good one, Jordan, because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no guesses? Nope. It is the blip. That's the what blip. they call it when they come <laughs> back. They blip. Oh, I thought it was. I thought they referred they to sa- that. They started. They started that in Spider Man. The okay. first time you see the blip. Gotcha. I thought it was because nobody knew, obviously, that he snapped, so they just called it the blip. But I didn't know it was returning too. Yeah. In the cage fighting scene in the movie Spider Man, who is the man Peter Parker fought? Because Buzz. yeah, okay. Macho Man Randy Savage. Sure is incorrect. It's not. It's not Randy Savage. Well, I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the character. The oh. character's name. Yeah. Oh, Bonesaw McGraw. <laughs> That's it. Bones off. Yeah, it's always Reedy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is Randy Savage, I believe. It took me a minute. I thought <laughs> you were. Let me do a Slim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Mm. Macho man. Yeah. Oh, Lord. To which destination do Peter and his class travel first in, fa- in Far From Home? Ooh, good question. Um, I've seen it once. <laughs> Baca. Okay. Italy? Incorrect. I, just, I was gonna guess a city in Italy. I'm like, no, the whole country. No, it is. It is a city, technically. Okay, Rome. No. Paris. Venice. <laughs> Venice. Venice. Gotcha. Um, what is the acronym attributed to Tony Stark's high tech glasses given to Spider Man in Far From Home? You don't have to know what they mean. Just Edith. Correct. You know what they mean? Because I don't. <laughs> I looked it up no. and I already <laughs> forgot. <laughs> no, I, I already know. forgot what it was. <laughs> This one might be kind of hard. In Spider-Man 2, what did Doc Ock need from Harry to manufacture his device that made a sun-like object? Baca, tritium. Good job. Wow. That's correct. I wasn't sure you guys would know that or not. I just <laughs> did this whole thing for him just for that answer. Yes. <laughs> Big yes, fan yes. of Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I mean, it is really good. <laughs> seen him a lot, man. How did Octavius lose his wife in the movie Spider-Man 2? Baca. Okay. Uh, his <coughs> experiment blew up and shanked her in the face with some glass. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how was, to say it. She was but. killed by glass shards from a sun experiment. Okay. I wasn't going to give him the glass, but okay. he got it. Because yeah. <laughs> that's how she died. The glasses and pails her. Yeah, you don't really see it. Like You see a cool like off the glass thing. Yeah, you see a sick shot that. of her screaming yeah. off the glass. It's pretty cool, actually. It's a mirror effect. Sam Raimi yeah. loves some screaming women. Yes, so he does. <laughs> she's screaming. It's a bonus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Name my favorite Spider-Man movie. I didn't know you had a specific favorite. Mm. Bonus. <laughs> tough, Jordan. Because, is it Spider-Man 2? Incorrect. Homecoming? Incorrect. It's not, first of all, Homecoming is my favorite of the three. No Way Home? You can't keep guessing. <laughs> you had one guess. I was going to say No Way Home. but No Way Home is correct. Okay. But it's like, a, it's like 1A, 1B within Into the Spider-Verse. Would take it either. But then no I was like, home. then I was like, well, maybe you like one of the older ones better. I I don't know. It was Spider Man Two until No Way Home came out. Even though I do like Homecoming more than most, but I think Spider Man Two is a better movie than Homecoming. But anyways, we can get into that one day if we need to. We can rank the Spider Man movies. We yeah, to. we can. <laughs> but it's not. Sadly, it's none of their Andrew Garfield movies. He's good, I guess. But yes, those movies blow. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, now we're going to transition into and Matt won that I do believe. Um, so you think? Sweet. Um, next week will be. Somebody else who Me. you yeah okay. you pick whatever <laughs> um anyway so we're gonna transition into reviewing Spider Man in no across Spider Verse there you go um, part one whatever the next next one's called Beyond the Spider Verse I mean, they might I don't think they're doing that part one part two anymore yeah I think they scratched the part one I forgot you told me it was a part one well, and I was like 
there's no way they're gonna finish this in time. When the first trailer came out, it was Into the Spider Verse. I mean, Across Spider Verse Part One. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it, and they're just gonna. I mean, I, I, I prefer it to be called not Part One. I kind of like it. Yeah, so. I like it. I like it better. But it is a little more misleading if you don't really know because they this ending is cliffhangery. So yeah. they pulled the fast X on us. Kind of. <laughs> it's a little bit better than that. Yeah, but they did. That's how you do a cliffhanger ending. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Um. Okay, so like we always do, we will give non-spoiler stuff. There's quite a bit to spoil in this, actually. Um, they do pretty good with concealing a lot of stuff in the trailers for once. Um, but overall, uh, I'll start, and um, I really like this movie a lot. Um, it has everything the first one does. It it, it does well. Um, I liked the fact they, they make Gwen Stacy or Spider-Gwen more prevalent in this film, which I think we needed, because I feel in the last one... You wanted more of her. I mean, she was cool, but you wanted more of her. Yeah, we she's got, a great character. We got a lot more of her. Um, Oscar Isaacs as Spider-Man 29 was great. Yeah. Um, all the voice acting was great. I think this movie, its art was really great. A little bit better than the first one because there's more... Because you get more universes in this one, so you yeah, get more I art agree. styles. I agree. On the other side of that, one of my only... I have two main things that, that I thought were whatever. I had a little bit of trouble focusing... On some of the shots, because there's so much going on. Oh, yeah. um, plus, our theater experience wasn't the best. That's not the movie's fault. Right. But I, I have like ADHD or ADD, one of the two. I can't remember. And I'm not medicated for it, <laughs> but they did tell me I had it. I have it, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember so, which one. And so, <laughs> when there's a lot going on, like color-wise, I do have trouble. It, it, trust me, it wasn't just because of ADHD. It was yeah. because it was so chaotic at times. It was which, hard to focus. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think people love that. I, I I didn't hate it, and I think that was one of the main complaints people had with Into the Spider Verse was like sometimes it was just hard to it was hard to adjust and just the just the style itself was kind of wonky sometimes. Well, especially yeah. like when you got the Hobie, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. That He's one especially it was Spider Punk. It yeah. was hard to focus when he came into view. It was just, yeah, it was difficult. But the, the voice acting all around was great. Yeah, um, was. you know you got Darren Clea, Spider Punk. You got Haley Seinfeld. You got um, Brian. Is it Tyree Henry? Tyree Henry. Yeah, oh, you got a lot of good people, you know. And so, um, Jake Johnson's in it. But I think that was one thing. And then we'll get into in this a little more. But I think I know why they did it. But I think the pacing's a little bit strange in this one. Um, I think there's really it starts out really cool. They do a lot of family stuff to show his humanity, which I think is fine. I think that's ba- not bad. The problem is the exact same thing that every Peter Parker oh, that we've no, seen in no, the past. Yes. Yeah, it goes through, so it's a little bit redundant. Which I'm not. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. It's a whole new Spider-Man. It's Miles Morales. He's different. He's got yeah, but, I mean, different stuff. On. Spider-Man's been around since what 1962. Yeah, and how many movies they made him? If you don't know Spider-Man by now, guys, yeah. come on. It's the same stuff. But yeah, and I think it's just like a safe play by the filmmakers, just in case somebody doesn't right. know, they just want to hold their hand and kind yeah. of walk them through it. But for people like us, it's like we don't need to see this it's again, really. Yeah. And uh, but more positive. I liked it all. I liked all of these Easter eggs we get. I did. I had a couple. Of, oh my gosh, moments in it. Yeah. This is how you do it. Mm. Like, I even saw, I watched, uh, who was it? Jeremy John, I watched, and he, he said it pretty well. He said that it was like, this is how you do it because the cameos in this are icing on a great movie of the cake. You yeah. don't need the cameras to be your cake. Right. I thought that was a great line because the MCU <laughs> has been doing this for a while where they just throw a bad movie, but the end credits is pretty awesome. Yeah. And so there's no end credits in this one either. But um, anyway, so I did like a lot about it. And I, I, we'll talk about more about where I like it compared to the first one because we'll talk about that a lot, I'm sure, um, in this. But art-wise, it's a it's quite a bit above the first I one. I love the artwork. But yeah. then again, it has more leeway for it. I liked all the other Spider-Men, women, everything you see. Yeah. 
We'll get more of that later because uh, a lot of spoilers in that. But overall, I, mean, I had a really good time with it. It was really funny. It didn't feel too 20, whatever it is. So, Yeah, had it not been for some other people in the audience. Yeah, our theater been a much experience, better experience had a bunch yeah. of idiots and a bunch of like 14 and under year olds. So, you know, what are you going to do? You can't you can't control that. So Yeah, all you can do is just piss and moan about it. Mm-hmm. Take them to small claims court. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna text their parents. No. Let's do it. I know, <laughs> I know, I know half the Let's kids. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I would too. You sound so old. I'm gonna reach out to your mother. <laughs> Told them you acted like a fool during across the spider yeah. I know your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, I really, really, I really loved it, and I, I didn't think it was possible to love a sequel to Into the Spider Verse as much as I do because. They just they just hit another level with Into the Spider Verse. It's just a dang near perfect movie, and then they just I, I just I was preparing myself to be disappointed because I didn't think they could keep it at that same level. Now, as a film on the whole, I think I like Into the Spider Verse a little bit more still. I think I'm on the same wavelength. Yeah, me too. I was one. I was going to ask that question, but since we're there, okay, yeah, yeah. we're already right here. Let's yeah. just say I think I like Into the Spider Verse a hair more, um, just as a film from start to finish. I still love the crap out of this movie. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. it, it is just, it's like you said, it's just visually dazzling. I mean, any single frame from this movie is just awesome. It's just awesome. This movie is just, it, it's so, it has so much depth. It has like an interesting family dynamic, family drama in it that really kind of pushes the story forward. It has a great story. It has great characters. It has a great voice cast. It has, um, it has a lot of things to say when you really think about it. Not only is it just like a fun kids movie i use that very lightly because it's not it's not just a children's it's not a children's film really at all because there's so much subtext there's so much depth in the story there's so there's moral dilemmas that i wasn't expecting to be introduced that kind of have you pulling certain ways and making you feel for these characters and stuff and it has exciting rapid pace action rapid pace sequences and stuff you're constantly just kind of on the edge following these characters along it's just a ton of fun it's just a freaking cool movie like i said i didn't think that um i have a couple of like minor 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 complaints and it's really just like oh you know i cared about some characters more than i cared about some of the other characters that were introduced you know it's like a couple of them just kind of like fell by the wayside but you get that with any movie when you introduce a multiverse a crap ton of characters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, that was one. And another one was like a, another minor complaint. It's like, yeah, they do kind of hold your hand and like walk you through. Okay, this is Miles Morales. This is Spider-Gwen. This is whoever. You know I mean? And do we really need that? Probably not. But at the same time, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't alter the quality of the film as a whole for me. Um, overall, it's just a dazzling, spectacular, fun, fun ride. And um, I can't wait to watch it again, actually. So I actually enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Uh I don't. I don't feel as strong about it as you do. The first part of the movie to me was just kind of. I enjoyed the introduction of, of Gwen again, and to see what she can do and how she got into the the whole multiverse thing. Yeah. But after that, it kind of slowed down for me, and I just wasn't enjoying it quite as much. Um, up until probably an hour fifteen in, and that's when they hit that other part of the universe, and things just took off from there. And I had a blast from that point on, but. The first part that I'm talking about is the reintroducing of, you know, Miles Morales again. Oh, yeah, he got bit by a spider, which we know. Oh, we did this, oh, we did that. And the whole, it just seems like every Spider-Man movie we see, there's some kind of dynamic, family dynamic. It's almost, oh, it feels almost the same every time. Yeah. It feels like a rehashing every time. And that's kind of what <clears throat> slowed it down for me. 
But once the movie got into the Spider-Verse, once they got into going thing, it was freaking fantastic. And I enjoyed the whole, the whole ride after that. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm not big into animation movies. You guys know that. This one I absolutely love. As far as the animation goes, oh, yeah. what they did with the, with the different styles, I just absolutely loved it. Like we talked about, like you talked about, uh, there were a couple of sequences that were just so far out there. It was so chaotic. It was hard to follow for you know a couple minutes or so. But beyond that, it wasn't bad at all. Um, I loved how when you see the different emotions on the characters, they go to a different style. Yeah. Somebody gets angry, it's a different style. I absolutely love that. I and love when you go to different universes yeah. as well, and it, I, trans- I, it translates love, into a different visual style. absolutely yeah. love artwork. I love different styles of artwork, and they freaking killed it in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah, it was interesting um, <clears throat> when you go... So they go to... It's not really a spoiler. They go into um, quite a few different universes to... Um, yeah, it's called Across the Spider-Verse. You're different get spider men, women, everything, you know. And um, when you go to their universe, which there's a bunch of subtext of the whole thing, like where everybody's at, whatever. Subtitles, all kind of stuff. But um, it's a different art style, depending. Mm. The Indian one wasn't too different. But when you go to, like, Gwen's plays... Well, like you know, that. another thing that I really enjoyed about this was instead of getting this whole... Uh, where they draw out introductions to people. They just give you a box in the corner and says, hey, this is who this is, yeah. and this is where they're from, this is what they do, and that's it. And then we just mm-hmm. keep going on with the action. And I thought that was fantastic. A comic or whatever. And I thought it was along, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that was great. I did. It, it did feel like you were watching a comic book. Does mm-hmm. that make any sense? Yeah, like, it does. Yeah, and I think it was... And sometimes Maybe that's why I love the style of it sometimes because it is like a comic brought it to It is, life. and then like they use legit comic covers. To introduce, which I think is a good touch because right. they didn't do it in the first one. This person was actually in the comics. Check it yeah. out. And I think it's extremely interesting that they're able to pull it off because me saying it's like watching a comic book doesn't mean it's a good thing. Um, but it is in this, in this aspect true. because yeah. sometimes it can look bad. Because some comic, like the artists aren't doing good. You know, but mm-hmm. this one, it's I couldn't imagine how long it took to make it. I mean, well, it's been five know, years since the last movie, so I'm, I'm guessing it took as I was, five years to make. As I was watching this movie, I was just, I was actually amazed. I was just. The detail, even like when you're just in the first part, New York City, the actual detail. You see there are a lot of movies where there's not much detail. You can make out what's going on, but they went into freaking a lot of detail just yeah. to bring out just little cracks. Yeah. Look at this. It was fantastic that the, the time they took to make this, and it was just absolutely stunning. Yeah, that's what that's what's great about it is because you can tell like they didn't just they didn't just phone it in. They spent a lot of time, money, and effort to just create a real world, a real freaking awesome looking universe multiple universes obviously uh yeah with so much detail and so much depth i loved it well i mean <clears throat> to keep going off that they didn't hone it in or you know like everything mm-hmm. even if so i was that's why i need to watch me part like four times because i'm like i said i'm, I'm a huge spider-man fan i know a lot of different spider-men women and everything and so what i was doing another thing reason i couldn't focus as much because i was trying to look at the background i could hear it but right. i was trying to see <laughs> All of the different spider people. Especially when they're in their headquarters. That they yeah. have brought in. And what's so spectacular with this movie is that even in the background, every single thing is textured. You can tell what it is, who it is. Because you know, some animated movies, well, you look at the background, they're just like stick people. Right. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like They're just yeah. like blobs. But in this well, one, every single person is drawn out. You can tell even the little speck that that is a certain spider person. It's a, it's very good. Well, yeah, I mean, and the thing that I really really appreciate as far as that goes is they drew them in the time era that they came out in, mm-hmm, and yeah. so it was in that art style. 
And so, like, we got, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man 1970. You could tell that's where he came from, the 70s. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, we'll kind of just, I'll talk about the first part of the film. Um, you get a good intro. One part, it's a really good intro, actually. You get you get Gwen Stacy. You know, you are you get to see um, her lose Peter. Um, I, I don't know. That's kind of a spoiler. Um, oh, for the last film. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like. I didn't realize Peter was what who, what was what Peter mm-hmm. was. I didn't realize that. So right. maybe that's a spoiler. A little bit of a spoiler. Anyways, but I won't say Sorry. it. Well, we'll you just knew that her it. best friend Peter Parker died I'm, in the last film. I yeah. know. Yeah, so I won't say how he did. We'll yeah. do that in a second. Um, they explain that in this movie. Yeah. That way. And <laughs> then you get to see that her dad's a captain, all this other stuff, and the, how she's dealing with it, and how she's... It is extremely good. The vulture from the other universe that was, awesome, fight, was pretty it? cool. I love the artwork on that. Spider-Man 29. You, you get your introduction to Oscar Isaac, Spider-Man 2099, and he is awesome. I never thought we'd see him come to screen. I've read quite a bit of comic books about him because he's, he's he's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm not I saying think, I'm, I, I know a I lot. I have the first appearance in, yeah. in my comic collection. So I'm, I'm not saying I know a lot about him, but I've read about him. And I never thought we'd see him because he's not really a... Uh, he is not a bad person, but he's not really a hero. That's why people don't really like him. He's right. more of an anti-hero. And you see that in this film. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't have the normal spider powers. He has to inject himself every once in a while because the spider bite doesn't take as well. So he, has to, he you see him inject himself. He's injecting his venom back into him. He can't swing from webs. Like well, most of them can't actually. They just use blast. But he, he can't stick. That's why he has claws and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he's a little bit different. He's, he's also from Toy 99. So it's really cool to see all the tech. Um, but you get all that first sequence. And I'm telling you right now, it's it's a great first sequence. Yeah. Um, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting to right off the bat spend a lot of time with Gwen Stacy. But I like that we did because she probably was like my favorite secondary character from the... Well, besides besides Jake Johnson, probably I don't know, but yeah, I would put Jake Johnson a little bit above because you get more of them. Yeah. But they're like maybe, B1, yeah. But B2. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that they kind of dove into what we heard about in the first movie a little bit. That's how you build. That's how you take a first movie and just kind of build upon it in mm-hmm. the sequel. I really like that. And you get an explanation of what's going on, and from the trailer, it was pretty simple. Um, they're just trying not to mess up this the Spider Verse. Right. Twenty ninety nine has taken upon himself. He's the only one that can do it. He's kind of an e- he's kind of an egoist, yeah. egotistic guy. What? No. Uh, <laughs> he's the only one that can save the Spider Verse, and he explains canon events, which I really appreciated. This. I think canon events are very interesting because mm-hmm. if you don't know what canon means, it's not a literal canon, by the way, because I think people think yes, that. Yes, it is. Canon events mean Canonical things events, that yes. actually happen that matter. Mm-hmm. So before Spider No Way Home in the MCU. Sp- Tom McGuire Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was not canon. After No Way Home, they made it canon. Mm-hmm. Now, after this movie, they have brought in every universe, which I think is impressive. Yes. Every universe, which we'll get into spoilers into this into the MCU now and or the Sony verse, made them all canon. So canon events, things are supposed to happen. If you mess with that, the world's going to explode. That's mm-hmm. basically the movie. Yeah. Um, without spoiling, so I think we should do spoilers probably yes. because I don't know how we can talk much right. more without exploding our world. Um, True. So spoilers. No, I am your father. I see dead people. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He is the one. Anyway, so that's what canon events are. Um, so some people might not know that. It's very on the nose. But I, th- I like that they called them canon events because yeah. I think... <laughs> If he's calling anything else, people are like, well, is it actually happening? That Because to- you get to see Toby and Andrew Garfield in, like, snippets, which I think is cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, 
and you get to see like the Venom verse, um, all kind, yeah. all kind of stuff. And you so, get Mrs. Chang from Venom. Yeah, yeah I mean, just a that lot of really, funny. just a lot of really cool Easter eggs, and that's the thing. I, I, that's what I love is uh, kind of like you said. I mean, like the Easter eggs, the Easter eggs are great. The fan service is great because it doesn't. It doesn't require that stuff to make a good movie. You already have a good good movie, and then they just kind of sprinkle that on top mm-hmm, for yeah. for additional for additional stuff, and it really works. I I want to know why Sony cannot make a good live action Marvel film to save their freaking lives, Got but me. they are just hitting it out of the dang ballpark yeah. every time they make a, a Sony animated film. They killed yeah. this for sure because you get um, so the dynamic that. I think people are gonna dislike the most if they if you dislike it. It's probably the family stuff, and there's nothing wrong with it. I do think it bogs it down a bit because you get this really cool first shot, first sequence, and then you go into like he's trying to get into college. He's really he's really smart, like every Spider-Man is, right. of course, yeah. And you get all that stuff, but you get a really cool fight between him and Spot. Which Spot is the new villain, um, ended up being the main villain. I didn't yep. realize that. I guess. Interesting, but and you get all this stuff. His dad's becoming captain. He's not always there because he's Spider-Man. And that's great. We've seen it before. It strains his life. I mean, Tom McGuire, Spider-Man, lost everything, even his powers. Yeah. Um, and then Andrew Garford loses everything because he didn't tell anybody. Ben's, you know. Now, I think they explain it pretty good because of these canon events. They explain this has to happen. Mm-hmm. And Miles Morales is against that, of course. But And I really appreciate them hashing that out in the yeah. story itself. Yeah. Because it just, it just, it just added to the lore. And it, it made it that m- much more interesting. Yeah, for sure. It does, yeah. And so you get all this stuff, and he's like, well, woe is me. I'm Spider-Man, but I can't tell anybody. I'm gone for 18 months or whatever. It's like it's like five at the end. but um, And then you get to see how Gwen Stacy can, or how they can go between worlds. Mm-hmm. And I think this is interesting. It is. Because they won't, you know, they, they don't want to let her in for a reason we find out later. They don't want Gwen Stacy to help. She's very capable, but they don't want her to help. For reasons unknown to her, um, but twenty nine. Same thing with Miles, right? I mean, they don't well, want him to help. Well, the re- there's a reason they don't want Miles. They to help. The reason do. they don't want Gwen to help is because she's friends with Miles. I can say they don't want anything to do with Miles. No, because yeah. because we're getting that a little later. But uh, they don't want to let her in. Eventually, she's at this point. Her dad knows who she is, and he's not accepting her. She doesn't yeah. want to be around. That was a tough scene when it's she tough, finally man. comes clean and tells him that. Uh, I mean, it's just so freaking good because you don't expect this in this type of. And you know, you'd go to see an animated movie with your kids, and then, uh, well, I mean, not your kids, David. Your kids are grown, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I went like, and saw it with my kid. He did <laughs> both kids my kids, yeah. but uh, you know what I mean. You don't you don't expect to see like this heart wrenching scene. She finally comes clean and tells her dad that she's Spider Gwen, and he's like, "I gotta arrest you still." And she's like, "Dad, what are you doing to me?" I'm like, "Oh, this hurts." Why? That's where you expect her to go. Oh yes, okay, I accept you. Nope. Every other iteration. Yeah. Does. You have the right to remain silent, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Every iteration, they're like, "Oh, okay." But this, the, his, her dad is just like got a moral dilemma because I'm not sure he's wrong, in a way, because he does have an oath. Now, I don't think he should arrest her, but in his mind, he's, yeah. she he is changes, a vigilante. He changes his mind later, but, but at the same time, man, I mean, she's a vigilante. I get this, and and I understand what he was doing that type yeah. of thing. But there's no way in his mind he's thinking, okay, she actually killed Peter, oh, I know. her best friend. No, you know, but but he, but he still goes that extra step. Yeah, yeah. But, a little, it, but it, there's it, a lot of moments like that that just kind of that just kind of come out of nowhere with this emotional punch that kind of just leave you. But it, it, it you can tell on the way they animated it, like a obliterator that she was. He goes, Dad, it's me. He goes, I don't care, basically. Yep. And yeah, that's when he twenty nine nine throws her a watch and just she goes, says, come with us, comes with us. So then she's now part of the elite task force that they are assigned to stop all anonymous 
an anomalies. anomalies. Man, that was hard. <laughs> anomalies in the universe because Miles Morales opened the anomalies in the first. You yeah, know, I thought that was an interesting. One. Also, because after the first one, it's like he saved the universe and he did this. In the background, they're going, "Oh crap! Look what he did." Yeah, he screwed up the universe. I love the fact that that's <clears throat> fantastic little arch. Yeah, yeah. Universe. I love the fact that they take a page out of the Back to the Future 2 playbook, and they take events from the first <laughs> film and build upon them. And they basically say, what you don't know is other things happen in this. Now, other films try to do this, and they're like, oh, actually, this was going, like, I don't know, the Saw franchise. It's just the first one that came <laughs> to my head. Yeah, they wow. do that. Just, that just completely tarnishes that idea. But this film does it in such a natural, integral way that it makes total sense in this particular story. And because another thing you don't realize is that nobody wants anything to do with Miles which means he's very much isolated. He doesn't know what's going on yeah. anywhere else, whereas yeah. the other Spider-Man kind of know what's going on, what's happening, mm-hmm. yeah. and they, they're purposely keeping him isolated. And I think that's fantastic also. Yeah, when they do the Collider in the first one, it turns out that it opened up holes in all the other universes, so people are starting to like get sucked out of their universes and go into others, and it's making anomalies, and they're like they're glitching, so he's tasked a bunch of, well, we think at this point, a small task force. Right. To do this. That's what Gwen tells Miles because she has to go to his universe because there's an anomaly. We don't know that yet, really. but uh, And she goes to see him. Not supposed she to see him. She wasn't even supposed to go see him, yeah. And the anomaly is spot. He is a really dumb villain at first. It's funny. Right. He ends up upgrading himself where he can actually go to any universe you want. You get a cool Lego universe, I think. Yeah. Kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. That was cool, too. You get a lot of cool stuff with that. Um, he ends up being the big villain, and the anomaly is him, and she's there, and... Then he goes invisible, which I guess, I guess Spider Sense cannot sense him because even Jake Johnson couldn't Spider Spider um what, Peter Peter B Parker in the first mm-hmm. one couldn't see him either. So whatever. But did you guys? Well, just while you mentioned it, did you guys like the spot overall as the villain? I didn't at first. I didn't at first. I think yeah. he he grew on me. I I thought he was gonna be like they said the villain of the week. You yeah. know, like a random villain. Because that's, that's kind of that's kind of the vibe he gives off at first. Just like oh, this silly villain who has a weird power and stuff. And then you realize like he he has some really cool powers that can. It's kind of like the the stuff up. It's yeah. Like that awkward teenager who's lanky and he doesn't know what he's doing and he's kind of kind of kind of off and awkward and he just doesn't. He's new to all this and you kind of get that and you're like. Oh, this really what is, what kind of villain is yeah. this? I, just, I don't like him that. Jason well. Schwartzman did a pretty good job with he the did. voice work. Um, I, but but yeah, over afterwards, you know, as it starts to grow, as the movie starts to go on, you think like this, this is a pretty dang good villain. Like now, there, there's a point where like his voice gets altered and he gets all black and stuff after he goes through. I'm like, ah, this is creepy. I was gonna say, and by the end, you're kind of like, how are they gonna stop this thing? Yeah, and he becomes an integral part of everything. Basically, obviously, mm-hmm. he's a ba- he's the main bad. So he. They see this tech, and they see what happens. So Spider-Gwen goes by Miles and goes through it. The portal stays open for about 30 minutes for some reason. So he, he jumps <laughs> through, does. and they go to India, and this is where you meet your first other... It's like an India planet, isn't it? It's just kinda, I don't know if it's in India. I, or, thought, I thought it was like an India planet. It might be. I mean, it's a different, I don't, I don't know. It's different not, Earth. But that's why I took it. I did like this art style. It wasn't much different, but I liked this. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell it was a little different, just to yeah. kind of feel a different vibe. And you his got webs or his bracelet things. I thought yeah. he was, I thought I he like was a really cool character. Magnificent yeah. hair and Dopender from Deadpool. Yeah, I, him. yeah. Like, I thought it was funny. Yeah, the way that he introduced himself, it was, yeah. it was funny. Like, it was it was great. That's how you introduce a new Spider Man. Uh-huh. Let them do it real quick. Do yeah. it. I don't need to see a bunch of heels. I wake up. I skip my morning morning routine. I'm already buffed. I don't want to get too big. I thought that was funny. A quick clip, and then we're back in the action. And I have this magnificent hair that I have to take care of. You have zero product in it with coconut oil and <laughs> genetics. I thought that was really funny. Coconut <laughs> oil and genetics, yeah. Um, 
But it's funny because this Spider-Man has it all together, mm-hmm. right? And that's what Miles Morales wants. He wants to be able to have it all together, a perfect schedule. Well, most of them do if you, you know, as we go throughout. Yes. Most of them have it all together. And my guess is because of the anomaly stuff. Yeah. But anyways, most of them have it together. Well, there is an anomaly happening in India. It's Spot. And there's a canon event coming up where Spot and Miles Morales have a fight, you know, and he, then they, like, merge mm-hmm. in the collider. Because he's going to all these Alchemax places to, to upgrade right. and find a collider. Where they, you get that. And then in this scene sequence, you also get Hobie, um, which is Spider-Punk. I'm going to say Spider-Punk. I don't like yeah, Hobie. I like that. Spider-Punk, it, um, he might be the most... He, you know how Spider-Noir... Or maybe Spider Ham even t- kind of oh, maybe Noir took the show last time mm-hmm. with the extras. I think Spider Punk might have done the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like him a lot. Daniel yeah. Kaluuya kind of crushes it. He kind of does. He always plays this like laid back dude though. Yeah, I so, forgot Daniel Kaluuya was in this, and then yeah. I heard Spider Punk talk. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> you get him, and he's like, you know, he's a against every government. Yeah, like, just rebellious. Like a, he's like, just doesn't like, care. That's a metaphor for capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love just, just small things. That's a metaphor for capitalism. I'm um, like, is it though? And you get all that and they, they don't succeed and the cat and the clatter goes off with it. They kind of merge Miles Morales and he kind of, he can see the future in a second. Mm-hmm. And that's the canon event. He goes to save it, you know, and he saves the canon event and it creates anomaly. And you get to see what the anomaly does. It basically opens up, like, it looks like Spot. I don't know if it is him, but it opens up a hole and sucks everyone in and kills the universe. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to stop it. That's yeah. how. That's what Anomaly does. And Miles Morales was not supposed to be there. Gwen tried to stop him. And then you get your... And finally, they kind of explain everything. At this and that's point. where I really appreciate the canon events. Yes. Because then they explain... Deal. And their explanation wasn't long. It was just... It was very detailed and very... And pictures. I like pictures. <laughs> it was. And very informative. Like pictures. Very yeah. informative about how every Spider-Man has to go through the same event in order to be Spider-Man. Right. And that was that was fantastic because then you get this 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 sense of this entire universe, this entire where everybody's gone through tragedy. Everybody is united by a certain thing. Right. And it was just great how they did it. It's the animation in it, the storytelling in it. It was it was fantastic. Yeah, and I, I do like that aspect of it because yeah, we all know the the Uncle Ben story. I like that they can kind of what they did in the first one. They can just take take established Spider-Man information and established Spider-Man lore and just kind of poke fun at it, you know? And just, like, like just when it... Like, like when he dances in that first one? He's like, yeah, like I did this. We don't talk about this. We don't talk about this. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. And, uh, like, it'll cut to, you know, in the middle of a fight scene, it'll cut to inside of this uh, therapist room. And it, and then I saw my <laughs> uncle and guess, guess, what? guess he died. He died. <laughs> yeah, I just love stuff like that that they can kind of poke fun at it. And um, kind of jumping off, uh, you mentioned earlier, David, that uh, I, I think you said mentioned something like that the family dynamic of the film kind of bogged down a little bit because you because you're kind of right we have we have seen a lot of it before I, I enjoyed it more so in this movie because this is gonna sound bad but because Miles has a normal life well I, yeah. I, so a, a kind normal. of normal life he has parents he doesn't have an uncle that dies and we have yeah. to see for the 15th time so because well, of he, that he I do does, he? he has an uncle that yeah, dies, dies okay okay sorry he does I forgot about uncle Aaron. Yes. I forgot about my Herschel Ali yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean I'm yeah. saying he has parents he has a semi-normal life compared to say Peter Parker or something so that's why I enjoy like his family dynamic more because we haven't seen it as much it feels a little bit more fresh well, to me the other thing that I really enjoyed when they went over the, the canon the canonical yeah. aspect of this movie was yes, everybody knows about Ben. Everybody knows that everybody, every Ben dies or every yeah. uncle yeah. dies. But then they go, oh wait, 
the captain dies also. Right. And that's in yeah. every universe. Right. And I'm going, wow, okay, yeah. that's interesting. I was going to say, I'm glad you brought that up, because so to get to this point, Miguel, who plays who's Spider-99, he calls them into his office, basically. Well, you get one of the coolest shots and all, not shots, but sequences, because you get to go through the head, headquarters, you can see all the Spider-Men right? oh, yeah. and women and cats awesome. and horses, fantastic. all this weird crap. And T-Rexes. <laughs> and as you walk through, you get one of my favorite things. There. So first of all, you get Spider-Man from the video game. Super mm-hmm. cool. It's an Insomniac Spider-Man. Right. I like how up front there were things you're supposed to like, and they have things in the background that if you really know stuff, you'll know it. I like right. that. Yeah, yeah. It's not like in your face. But anyways, then you see, you go through all these things. So they have all these people from animated people from different universes in like a cage type thing mm-hmm. and they send them back to the universe right well he comes by and you see prowler but it's donald glover's pilot. yeah yeah that right there completely it connects everything mm-hmm. because yeah. now you have connects the mcu the connected yeah. the mcu right because yeah. the first thing you get and then which i thought was like those are one of those oh my god i was gosh, casually moments. trying to explain that to my wife and <laughs> she's like why is he in this i was like <laughs> so in spider-man homecoming, homecoming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah i tried to casually explain and so you get into all that stuff well my wife asked me a question. This is what I want to come up with. Because you said, like you said, it tells you that not only does your uncle have to die, pretty much, in every universe, but a captain has to die. Right. Emma goes, that doesn't make any sense to me because in Toby's universe, or even Andrew's, why didn't their dad have to die? And I said, well, first of all, they did. But they're not the captains. Mm-hmm. In Andrew Garfield's universe, the captain, captain does die. Does, it just yeah. Gwen's, it just, he makes a promise that I'm not yeah. going to be boffing your daughter, and yeah. then he breaks it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it just so happens in some universes, the Spider-Men or Women's dad happened to be the captain also. It's just kind of a and, double-edged sword for them. Yeah. And just, uh, I'm more of a casual Spider-Man guy. Right. I enjoy Spider-Man. I love, I've seen all the movies. That's fine. But I never actually put that together, that the captain died. He had to die every time. Well, he doesn't. And so I really really enjoy that explanation. And then, you know, if they wanted to, they could go off into all kinds of different places with this. And this has to happen in every universe. This has to happen. Stuff I hadn't even thought of yet. So it's just, it gets my mind thinking. I'm Mm -hmm. going, yeah, this is very interesting. This movie could structure um, Sony some. Because if they can, in this move, they can make guidelines to spider movies sony could just go by them i know they oh, made absolutely. this movie yeah. but i think this movie kind of structures the sony verse now because yeah. the sony verse is happening everyone knows that it's gonna have venom it's gonna have right. tom holland spider-man all kinds of crap yeah. together <laughs> is what i mean like we're coming together and i think that that's gonna be fine i'm excited you know? to see jared leto again i don't know if he's coming <laughs> back to be honest but anyways but it's an interesting structure yes that they did. Um, I do like that the captain has to die. I don't like that he has to die, but I do no. like... See, in Tobey Maguire's universe, you don't ever see it. Right. But I told him, I was like, this doesn't mean it didn't happen. You just like didn't I know said, him. Yeah. Like <laughs> I said, I it's not that I... Sam Raimi doesn't show it. Doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't like I said, it's not that I don't appreciate that he had to die. Whatever. It's just that that, yeah. that added information. It just expanded my universe a little bit. And they do it, like you said, in a very on, uh, awesome way, in a way, because it's just like pictures of different universes. Mm-hmm. And you look at the picture, it's Tobey Maguire crying over, going, over Uncle Ben. You got... Uh, Andrew Garfield crying over Stacy, you know, and yep. so not Gwen actually, right? He does eventually, yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's interesting. And then you see all these other people, and so at this point, he tells Miles, "Your dad's gonna have to die mm-hmm. in two days. He dies, and there's nothing you can do about it. I will not let you." Yeah. And of course, what does Miles do? It, he just screw you, man. I'm out of here. This is when you get Jake Johnson back in the picture. I really, really like Jake Johnson <laughs> as Peter <laughs> Parker. Yes. And he's got a baby. That's just icing on the cake. It's, it's cute. just adorable, fun stuff. And, and the, later on, MJ's like, did you take our daughter to another fight? I wouldn't do that. I promise. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> she's got a cute little Spider-Man beat yeah. and she just pulls over her face. I thought that was awesome. And I'm it guessing was. she'll be Spider-Girl probably. I think that's what happens. I don't remember. There's so many 
offshoots of comics where they have kids. I can't remember them. Yeah, I don't so know many. which one she is. I don't care to know. Yeah. Um, but no, you get all this stuff, and then he runs away from all Spider Man. It's really interesting. Like he's run away from everybody. Just the chase, that the chase scene was so thrilling. Yes. It's great. I you, love that shot where they're in the therapist office and they all burst through yeah, the wall. Yeah. The animation there was fantastic. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh yeah. I really like this, this is a small thing, and this is I've liked Scarlet Spider for a long time, mm-hmm. but only in the '90s version because he gets kind of annoying. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Ben Riley is uh, Spider's like, "Woe is me!" Yeah, he's just sitting there being so dramatic. It. It's so much like him, and it's even it's even Drew like he's in the '90s, like you said. Uh-huh. They yeah. do that so Animation. well, and I think who was it? Style. Andy Sandberg voiced him. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, pretty funny. And you get always like you said, you get T Rexes, you get well, horses, and I, you, you know get cats. You get yeah. I mean, even during the chase, I mean, they still stop for the comedy. I mean, the yeah. dude, you've got nowhere to run, and then he busts out the window. Sorry, I guess he did not support to run. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, and I love Jake Johnston in this. He's like, I'm, I guess I'm not a good mentor. He's like, I don't know. He just beats you. <laughs> I guess I'm good enough. Maybe that makes me a great and mentor. And he's yeah. like, he's, I don't think he has a plan. And then he's like, turns out he does have a plan. So the sprinkle of the comedy in there was also yeah. it was really nice. It was and, good to see. And I like this one little line I do like. It's very true. Jake Johnson, you know, he's look at my kid. All that stuff. He goes, Michael, you're the only Spider that's not funny. I don't understand it. It's true. He never is. <laughs> right. He's true. a very straightforward dude. Cause he's not. He really he is a Spider-Man, but he's not a Peter Parker. No, and, you know, and so it's different. Kind of like Miles isn't a Peter Parker. And so. he's the character that's very, uh, very focused. I mean, it's just yeah. you know business oriented. That's it. He doesn't care about anything else. Keep this, keep this uh, Spider Verse together. Make sure it doesn't implode on everybody. Well, he's and right. So very, I mean, very focused. He really yeah. is right. I mean, I hate to he see people right. die, yeah. but like, are, you, are his methods one hundred percent on point? Probably, Probably not. not yeah. But I mean, his his ideology of saying save one person in the whole universe makes. I mean, that's every. Yeah. That's like Chris Pratt, right? Star Lord. Like yeah. he should not kill. He should not punch Thanos, but he did. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like you do that kind of stuff. But but when it's so close to you, of course, Jake Johnson has a really great thing. He goes. Bad things happen, mm-hmm. but good things also happen. Look at my daughter. We right. have to have bad things happen to us. It's like Doctor Strange says: you can't go back and do that. Right. You're gonna mess everything up. Mm-hmm. And the bad things are what make you who you yeah. are. So. Exactly. But it's better not to know them. That's what sucks. <laughs> like now he knows. Right. Yeah. Miguel never should have told him. No. He just should have said, "You can't do what you need to do." Never should have told him. And he would. Yeah, and this would have been fine. They were even telling Miguel, "Like Miguel, stop! Seriously, you're you're a monster." And he's yeah. like, "Shut up, Miles needs to hear this." Yeah. <laughs> he's just like screaming. His and head. he could have said nothing. He just waited two days. <laughs> yeah, but Miguel is so <laughs> egotistic that he knew he could win. Right. Yeah. He's like, Miles Morales cannot get away from me. I am the best. I have all this tech. I have all these spider people. But Miles is a step ahead the whole time. He goes, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I got all these spider people out of the whole headquarter. He goes, oh, crap. And then and you I kind of take that as, just in my mind, he's an anomaly as it is. And so there's he's he's thinking differently from everybody else. He's yeah. he's, got a, he's got a different perspective, number one. He hasn't gone through some of the stuff the other people have. And so yeah. I, I think that that kind of weighs in his favor quite a bit. And then you had the reveal of it's interesting because I didn't really I had figured that he was something, but I didn't really put it together. So he is the original anomaly. You find out that Spot that was is a scientist yeah. that was messing with the collider and everything. And he you hit me in the head with a bagel. Yeah. I've hit a lot of people <laughs> with a lot of food. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But he accidentally did interdimensional travel, and pulled a spider from Earth-42. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that spider bit Miles Morales. This so was such an interesting, interesting concept I thought me. so. That yeah, was absolutely. such just an added layer that changed the whole dynamic of the film. If anybody guessed it, I don't believe you. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that was You're no a way. liar. Not a, not a chance. He was bit by the spider, so he was the original anomaly. He's not supposed to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker dies because he becomes Spider-Man. That kind of hits hard. It yeah. It does. That's what I'm saying. There's Chris so much Pine, emotional death. Chris Pine needs to come back. He was pretty, pretty good <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. But... So now Earth 42 has no Spider-Man, right? Which hits you even harder because Spider-Man is needed. 
You know how like in their live action that Spider Man there's more you know, right now in the MCU there's so many superheroes that really New York's probably fine. <laughs> Brooklyn's probably okay. Because, you know, New York's you, got, fine, you, got, really. you got Sam Wilson well, as Captain America now. I was going to say the East Coast is pretty somebody, good. Yeah. yeah, Somebody go to Seattle <laughs> yeah. or something. It's like I mean. Southern is just bad. There's no, you know. But in this universe, you, see in Houston or you only have. Sp- yeah, yeah. he's in Arizona just running. There's nothing there. Yeah, just running <laughs> through the desert. No buildings to, to swing on or nothing. You'd have to have a spider mobile, which you see in this. That's it's true. Really. We do. Um, but anyways, but um, there is no Spider-Man. But in this universe. It's only Spider People. You don't see any other superheroes. You don't. I don't know if you're ever yeah. going to. Maybe you shouldn't. But New York needs your Spider Man. Yes. Or bad things happen. And so you find out that he didn't mean to, obviously. He just got bit. Yeah. But he is the reason for all of this. <laughs> Accidentally. And that, and that <laughs> right. kinda way you can tell that kind of weighs on him. I mean, yeah. it would anybody really. Well, he he kind of became friends with Peter right before he died. He's like, I'll teach you the ropes. He already looked up to him. And that was the yeah. twist that really, really kind of cemented the whole yes. movie for me i was like holy crap there that's was a, all, that's yeah. awesome and then there was that there, there was an additional twist. we can talk about it in a minute if you guys don't want to well, there was an additional twist kind of a twist that i again i wasn't expe- i wasn't expecting any type of a twist in this film so the fact that they threw a couple right. at you i was like man this well, is crazy once he got to where he was going and it wasn't i knew it, was it supposed to yes. be i was like i was like oh they're gonna do this aren't they, they when did. he goes back in yeah right. and they did so, so that we, was we cool. can kind of jump around if you guys want to talk about so it that was right cool before but we, that right. first twist was was the one that really cemented the whole thing for me right before we get there i do want to say there was a little home homage to the first film when he jumps off the thing they use the exact same glass break when he jumps backwards I thought so, so it was like, so cool dude so it was epic. so cool so he does his thing he gets away right he goes and goes invisible, which, by the way, is so overpowered in this universe. People go invisible. I don't know why he's not always invisible. Right. Why oh, you yeah. just turn invisible in the chase scene? Wouldn't give us chase scene, I guess. I just but, walk around invisible all yeah. the time, man. But he does the thing. This machine scans your blood cells of the spider that bit you, mm-hmm. and it sends you to that universe. Well, we know that it was Earth-42. <clears throat> so as soon as that happened, I figured. But he gets sent to Earth-42, and so everyone thinks he goes back to his Earth, which whatever Earth it is. I can't. 1610, something, something like that. Something crazy, yeah. yeah. And so everyone is there, Gwen included, Miguel, everybody that they're trying to get him back because they need to stop him from saving saving his dad, which is horrible, but it needs to happen. And instead, he goes to his mom and is like, hey, I'm Spider-Man, which I thought was really emotional, but it sucks because he he wasted it. There is no Spider-Man. His dad is dead. Spider-Man. Exactly. His dad's dead. Uncle Aaron's alive. He's been working that up the entire film. He's just been trying to find the strength to get this out the entire movie. And then at the end. Doesn't freaking matter. Doesn't matter. Earth forty two shows you what how bad Spider Man is needed. Yeah, because everything's on fire. Yeah, the place is the place trash. is a mess. I mean, yeah. New York is dead. And, and I yeah. guess the world They're taken over by criminals, villains. Yeah. There's yeah. nobody to stop them. Right. And yeah. Uncle Aaron, I guess, catches on, <laughs> and he's like, "In my world, you're the prowler. Do you well, because be Uncle Aaron knows, knows the prowler. Now. I mean, so yeah, and." I was wondering if Miles would be dead in this universe. Turns out, not. Yeah. But he can tell he's not Miles. Yeah. The one he knows. Um, but you get all this really really interesting stuff because, like I said, he gets away and he goes to 42 and he's trying to get home. He's getting... They cut it really well. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't read the monitor that said 42, because they, they just show 42. Right. If you don't see that, they cut it to where it looks like it looks he's like, running from them. It's like he's home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like like when Gwen's outside the room, yeah. they they edit that so well to where, this, 
this is going to sound weird. I watched No Country for Men, for No Country for Old Men the other day, and there's a couple sequences in that where like Javier mm-hmm. Bardem is chasing after Josh Brolin, but he's in like a different hotel right. room, and you don't know that it's just cut together yeah. and edited very well. Yep. Um, where it just builds so much tension, and it does the same thing in this film. I mean, obviously that's where they drew inspiration was No Country for Old Men, right? But no, they did the same thing in this film, where it is it is cut and edited together beautifully. Where uh, you know. I'm sitting here going like, well, when's Spider-Gwen going to come out and save him? You know, she never freaking does. Because I'll admit, I never really saw that coming at the at the end of the film. I never thought about him going to a different universe. I, In my mind, I thought, okay, well, I'm enjoying the film. I bet he's just going to go back. He's going to get ready to protect his dad and get ready for some final standoff, whatever. Then the movie's probably going to end. No, he goes to the wrong freaking universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never even thought about that. And then I'm like, oh, dang, now we got dreads, Miles, and everything. This, yeah. is, this is next level. <laughs> yeah, because... Aaron picks it up. <laughs> Uncle Aaron. Yeah. Um, Aaron Davis, whatever. Picks it up, puts him... So, uh, call him Mahershala. Mahershala, <laughs> picks it up. <laughs> and he puts him kind of like what he did with Jake Johnson's first film. Puts him on a punching bag and, you know. Mm-hmm. And he turns around. He's like, you can be the... You don't have to be the prowler because I'm not. And he turns around and the prowler jumps down, which is a cool different... It's a different prowler. It's cool looking. Yeah, yeah. And he takes off his helmet. It's obviously going to be Miles Morales. And he's like, we can save our dad. Like, My dad's dead. He's like, I can't save mine. Yeah. And then, and you get to where he probably gets away because he uses his venom strike, which we don't see that though. No, on the on the K on the chains, chains, and it cuts away. Then you got Gwen, who goes home. Right, she gets sent home because Miguel's mad at her. Right, Um, go to your room. But I mean. Right. Yeah, she messed up quite a bit. So yeah, she, I get yeah, I get did. his motivation. I get it, yeah. And that's the thing. It, it, there is a moral dilemma in this because you get it Miguel's is. motivations. You get Gwen's motivations. You obviously get Miles' motivations. There's, You're torn in so many different ways, and none of them, nobody is either right or wrong necessarily. I mean, you completely understand everyone's separate motivations. And with him, the number one, I mean, to send her away. It's just validation for him because he didn't want her to begin with. No, he, he's so like, he's I was like, right. He's like, get out of here. I don't yeah. care about you. She goes back and her dad is alive. She was probably worried he was going to die because he's a captain. Mm-hmm. Goes back, he's he's on the couch and he sees her and he's like, they get in a fight and then all the, and then he's like, let me just and then she has a big speech and he she, she goes, so what are you going to do? He goes, I quit. And let's let's go into this too because she knows he's supposed to die. She's Correct. willing to let him die. Correct. Actually. But which that's got to be. Let's, I mean, let's let's be tough. let's rewind here for a minute because she brings up the one thing that I was thinking in my head before he escapes and everything. She says, "But what happens if he saves him? What if what if we don't even know what's really going to happen? There's always a point where you think you know what's going to happen, but something else could happen." Right. And she brings up that point. She's like, "How do we know it's going to screw things up?" And he's basing on history. But we did see it screw up, so right, maybe but, that's what he's based on. She still brings up that point. How do we know? And I think that's an interesting thought to have going into this. Yeah. Because if he does save him, how do we know what's gonna happen? Maybe it'll screw things up. Maybe it'll change a whole different dynamic inside the universe. We don't know. Well, to be fair, I can see where Miguel's come from because he does yeah, save exactly. technically the captain of India. Mm-hmm. So and then the anomaly happens. Right. But I have a feeling he's going to save his dad in the next one, and mm-hmm. they're going to deal with it, or nothing's going to happen. We don't know. Right. Yeah. But what I liked in this scene right here is the emo- they really hit it home with Gwen. So Gwen is basically, she's not your main character, but she might as well be also. She's like 1A, 1B here. Yeah. With the dad, you know, in the beginning, you see her dad pick the law over her daughter, right. over his daughter, which is, you know, again, a mortal dilemma. Is that right? Is that it's wrong? A, he's t- he took an oath. It's a tough one. His, yeah. his daughter's a vigilante, technically. It's rough. So in this one, he, she makes a huge speech. And he goes, 
she goes, okay, I've quit. And he goes, when? He goes, during your speech. I'm not. I'm no longer the captain anymore. And she goes, you're not gonna. Based in her mind, I'm like, you're not gonna yeah. die. And so in that, Which in that really, instance, she kind of talk changed, about chills. She kind of changed. Yeah. In that instance, she kind of changed him. So yes. Things can change throughout these universes. It's just technically couldn't yeah. he just go back and say, Dad, if you're captain, I'm sorry when you'll die. Don't be captain. Could that that's could. That's the only way he can save him without yeah. hurting him. Couldn't he just say but then again Maybe. you're you're putting but someone else to die. Is, yeah. he, is he gonna believe him though? I mean, he's gotta show seriously. you. I feel like you I mean, show him all you know. the Spider Man. <laughs> but knows? Who you knows? get that really good scene and Spider Man's like, I've gotta go. Here's but you a, know what that makes you want? It makes you want to go see the next one. It makes you want comes out March twenty fourth. Let's 24th, see what happens, dude. I'm just really curious. We have less than a year though. I love the way they did this. You don't have to wait five more years. Right. You have less than a year for the next yeah. one. It's like when The Matrix Reloaded and then Revolutions came out. I mean, it was like six <laughs> they're, months they're, later. They're on par. <laughs> but you get a cool well, little shot. Let's hope it's not like that, though. Quinn's dad's like, your weird friend came from this other place and gave you this. So she goes. This right here, I'm telling you, hyped me. She goes and gets every person we like yeah. to help her, including Jake Johnson, Spider-Man. With the, you get Spider-Man Noir. Who doesn't love a good Nick Cage exactly. Spider Noir? Spider Ham, which I think John Mulaney is great. Yeah, you get the yeah. mech chick, but she's got a cooler mech now. Right, and you get yeah. you get all the Spider Man from this universe. So you're gonna chick. have yes, oh the anime girl. The anime okay, girl, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah, you're gonna have every Spider Man that you've seen that helped in the next film. I was gonna I'm say, and the, and yeah. what yeah. appreciate what I appreciate it does about make that you so jazzed. Yes. For what the next what movie. I appreciate about that is everybody else is trying to stop him, and you know they're gonna try to help him. Yeah, and so there's going to be a different dynamic there completely. And you're going to get Spider-Man 29 back. Yep. You're going to get Spider Woman back. You're going to get everybody. I kind of <laughs> like Spider Woman. She probably have her baby by then. But and then you, I really like the like you said earlier, Jake Johnson. She's like, here we go again. The little girl's like, <laughs> yeah. puts a little beanie overhead. <laughs> yeah. He's got to bring his daughter. I'm so hyped. I feel like this next one could be the best one. I'm not, like uh, this it one. Could be. I don't kind of felt the potential. Yeah. I'm not. This is not a downside. This one kind of felt a little bridgy. Right, because mm-hmm. part ones are always bridgey. Right, just like Deathly House Part One, bridgey. Fast X, very bridgey. But part ones, <laughs> part Halloween kills. When you have bridgey. part ones of stuff, they're bridgey. This yeah. one's be- a better bridgey movie. Like it does it. Yeah, because well. it really and truly <laughs> yes. moves the plot forward. Yes. It really truly, but has a great story while also you can tell it's setting up for something even bigger. If you're gonna watch part one, you gotta watch part two now. So when you get both of them, you're gonna yeah. have to spend five hours of your life. Right, but, but who cares? Who cares? <laughs> They do it perfectly. It ends where they're they're all just like in a perfect hero pose. Right. Like let's go, let's go find them. Yeah, and I'm like, and then it ends. I'm like, oh. <laughs> my wife turns like, me. She oh. goes, she goes. Seriously, that was it. I was like, yeah, they're making a the next one next year. And she's like, why did I just sit through that if they're just going to be to be continued? I'm like, okay, you're 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 just tired. You're grumpy. You're not you when you're hungry. And go for on. maybe the first time ever. Since the MCU started, there's not an end credit scene. Thank God. All they oh, do else, huh? is they show you the title card beyond the Spider-Verse. Right. We didn't actually say I just read that. I was like, I'm not going to say the next yeah, 40 minutes. And I mean, like, this. if you're in the now and stuff, you knew it was going to be called Beyond the Spider-Verse anyway. But, yeah, but I do like that because what I read was they don't need one. They did plenty of cameras with the film. And it's a part one. So it's like, it's fine. Because right. the first end credit scene of the first movie is you see Miguel start, you say the universe. Right. And so... I don't know. I thought it was extremely good with the way they ended it because it, it definitely is a cliffhanger, but it's a well thought out cliffhanger. Where the story is still, it isn't finished, but it's come to a close at this point. Right. You can tell that there's a new story about to be told. Yeah. Because it it wraps up everybody. They're all together now. It wraps up Miguel's motivations. Wraps up Miles Morales where he's at, and then you can tell it's going to jump to another spot. But you don't have to worry about did the damn kill Dom Toretto? <laughs> you know, it's like you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff because. Um, that's what I think of because we just got one just like it. I mean, you know, but anyways, but yeah, so 
<laughs> you, you like the parallels I'm going? Love it. Yes, um, I love the parallels. Ask this, one feels really lazy and rushed, <laughs> and the other one's actually like thought out and very well done. I'm going to so. ask this question that we can do. If no one else wants to say anything to say, we can go around the table. Uh, it already got touched on, but do you like this one better or the Into the Spider-Verse better? Into the Spider-Verse, by, like I said, by a hair. By Kay. a hair. I still thoroughly enjoy this film. Kay. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I agree with Matt by hair. It's just okay. they're both really, really good. Uh, and but I think probably the first one, without a doubt. Okay. I think the thing that makes it for me is I think I enjoy the supporting characters a little bit more in Into the Spider-Verse. I completely That's agree. That's the only mm. thing. I really enjoy Indian Spider-Man. I really I enjoy Spider-Punk. Uh, but You're not with him as much either, to be yeah. fair. But I think I enjoy Jake Johnson, Gwen, Spider-Ham, Spider-Noir. I think mm-hmm. I enjoy those supporting characters as a whole, a little bit more. Yeah, but I do too. Th- these I are still great characters. Yeah, but I think that's what does it for me. I do too. And but this has more emotional depth than everything. But if but I was gonna go, say I went for with the Spider Verse, the whole which one across across right. the whole the whole going into that universe and the explanations and seeing the headquarters and all that stuff just really jazzed me, man. I'm yeah. just I'm like, yeah, this is fantastic. But it just like you said, this, the characters a whole lot. They're just those first characters were really. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. Else. What about you, Jordan? Kind for of the same way. For me, it's into the Spider Verse by a little bit, but I I have a couple. So I think you're right. I think I like the sporting characters more in the first. I really I told you this. I love the buddy cop of Jake Johnson, Spider Man, mm-hmm. and Miles Morales in the first one. Right. Yeah. I love that. You get a little bit in this one. You get more Spider Gwen. I think the first one soundtrack's better too. Um, this one still has a good soundtrack. It has good, I, but yeah, there, that scene we watched this. We watched Into Spiders um, Wednesday night. That "What's Up Danger" scene when he jumps when he jumps off of that is incredible. I'm like chills every time. It's incredibly yeah. shot and like and then I love like the Post Malone song and everything. But it's not the sunflower. Yeah, it's not <laughs> bad. But I think that the first one, I think I like. I just like it a little more. It could change. Yeah. I mean, I, I've also seen the first one like ten times compared to once. So it's That's like yeah. you know it could go up or down. But um, it's still one of the best sequels ever made um i mean really truly it really is people are saying it's the best anime ever made i don't i disagree right because i like the first one better anyways mm-hmm. they're saying it's the best spider movie i also disagree but artistically it's up there. artistically it might be yeah, yeah. it's I also mean, i with the different styles they brought in i don't like comparing animated to live action because you can do yeah, so much right, more animated right. you can that's that's the thing this movie would never work with live action because mm-hmm. you can't you, you can't physically do that stuff it's all gonna be cgi and it looks weird yeah it <laughs> you know terrible and so they feel, feel like scott pilgrim-esque almost yeah but, but not quite because no yeah, but not quite good because right. no way home pushed the limits of it looking it looked good the whole time but that's the most you can do yeah with and, it, and it's still kind of plot holy this one's not the show probably because you can do so much mm-hmm. if they just took this movie and made it live action yeah i feel like it would just look like it cost like 600 million dollars <laughs> i mean it would cost yeah. so much <laughs> no, money no, no. it would um anyway so we'll go around thing the table and you know Give our last thoughts and or and not or and the um, grade it right. Okay, <clears throat> man. I mean, choosing you. So. Like I said, yeah, I'll go ahead. <laughs> um, like I said, there's not much wrong with this film for me. Um, it works on multiple levels. The voice cast is great. The animation is absolutely stunning. Uh, it's just a dang near perfect. I'm gonna give it an A. It may okay. go down. It may. I, I may be like, oh, you know, that other stuff doesn't bother anymore. A plus. I don't know, but. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to stick it with an A. Like I said, it may go down if I watch it again and more things stick out to me that don't work. But right now, almost everything in this movie works. So that's where I'm at right now. For me, I was bogged down at the beginning of the movie. Um, 
it just it felt like it just felt repetitive from what I've seen before. Uh, once it got into the Spider Verse, it got going, man. I was all in. Fantastic. Uh, the explanations of things just uh, made me think of things more. It just made me made me want to know more about this about this universe. And right. It was it was just it was fantastic. Uh, because of the bogged down part, it's hard for me to. I'm trying to weigh it because it was bogged down, but then all of a sudden it just took off. And it, I mean, and it, when it took off, it took off. It was preparing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go with an A minus just because of the the bogged down at the beginning part. It That's higher than I thought you'd go. I it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Right there for me, but then when it took off, man, it took off. It didn't off. bog it me great. down because right. Uncle Ben didn't die. <laughs> so. But, I mean, that, that's just, I'll say A- minus for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it quite a bit, like I said. But um, I don't think it's as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. I said that already. The first one is one of my, I think I have like 12 movies at 10, and the first one is at 10 on IMDb for me. So it's an A+, plus, right? obviously. Um, I gave this one a 9 on IMDb, so I th- I'm going to set it A. Mm-hmm. Um, could I if I could give a nine point five, I might have. But yeah, when I, I also gave it a nine out of ten. So when I put when I think point five, I think do I round up or down? So I always think like is if it's eight point five, like, you know, would I round up or down? And this one I round it down from a ten just because I feel like I need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely give it an A. It's super it's really like super a 9.4. good. Yeah, <laughs> you can't give points on IMDb. Um, I wish you could, but you can't. Come on, IMDb, sponsor us and then do what we say. There you go. Um, That's right. But. <laughs> Shout out IMDb. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> this is like, and, and I also read this is like the, I think it may be, well, as of recording this, it may go down, but as of right now, it's like the first or second highest rated movie on Letterboxd as well. Like, it has like a 4.7. It's a 4.7 five. right now. Yeah. Like, I saw that. freaking crazy. Had the second biggest opening on Thursday night for anime movie ever. That's wild. Made sixteen million. Cool. So that's gonna for, crush for a while. Because animated films have been crushing it. Like I mean, Super Mario, Mario Brothers yeah. made so much freaking money. I think this so might much. make the most. I guess that Mario would make the most money after watching this. This might make the most money now. It might. I don't Just know because we yeah, watched, word of mouth maybe. And it's know. and it goes for everybody. Like you said, it's got adults themes in it. Yeah. Like yeah. emotion. And hey, the kids I really are love appreciate it. you know how I feel about an animated movies. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. You hate the kids. That's that's right. Right. Hate them it. kids. But yeah, so we all loved it pretty much. All in the A's. We don't ever all give A's I feel like mm-hmm. it's very rare um, well we did with Fast X but besides yeah that. Fast X was <laughs> A plus for everybody but um, yeah so next week we'll be back with oh my voice cracked <laughs> heard that man <laughs> I didn't even hear it until you pointed Woo! it out <laughs> next week we'll be back with something else you know um, whatever it is but we don't know what we're we don't know yet we'll, we'll figure it out I was, t- I was thought it'd be Transformers but I don't think they're gonna be showing it here right. so I think they will have posters and stuff for it I don't know I mean I looked online and they don't have it on there Oh. On their schedule because you have to have it for so long. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's called podcast. Anyway. But anyways, yeah. yeah, our local theater only has like two movies. <laughs> yeah, so that's so. why <laughs> we might not be able to see it. Um, but who cares? Instead, we'll do a complete Transformers review, all five films. Whew. Oh, it means I have to mega watch it, Transformers right? review. I, mean, I don't think there's so. more than five. I'm gonna call in sick that six. Day. Sorry, Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. I know you want to watch that just for John Cena. <laughs> Is there not seven? Because didn't so you got three, and then you get, don't you get three from Mark? Mm, no, you only get two. two oh, okay. Age of Extinction and the last, last night. night. Okay, all right. I'm gonna call. On, that one. I'm gonna call and stick for that podcast. No, you can't. Yeah. 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 I, I don't want to watch those again. You don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to watch them again. I'm not bad. Some of them are. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen them all. A couple of them. Anyways, that's not important. I was just <laughs> throwing that out there. Uh, but yeah. 
Thank you to you, the beautiful listener out there, for listening to our thoughts, feelings, and opinions on Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Um, what are your thoughts, feelings, and opinions about the film? Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? That's fine. You can reach out to us and let us know. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Please hit us up, reach out to us, let us know what you guys thought about this episode, or any of our episodes for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We will see you guys then. Peace. The <laughs> bubble,